Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hello friends, 10-minute Tuesday time. Today's subject, biochemistry. You're going to need your lab coats on for this one. We're going inside your brain, inside your body, inside your glands to understand all the chemistry that happens in certain states that you find yourself in, all with the intention of moving you from being at effect, i.e. without any power to control what's happening to you, being acted upon, to moving you to cause, being the one doing the acting, giving you agency around your own biochemistry. Um, so before I get onto that, though, a few updates about some stuff from the Insecurity Project. Update one, the leverage book. All the writing has been done. Uh, there's still the typesetting and proofreading to be done, but it was a beautiful experience having all the edits signed off on last week. And uh, there's a refinement again in the subtitle. Now the book is called Leverage, How to Change the People You Love for All the Right Reasons So That You Can Get the Relationships That You Deserve. So a real emphasis on the outcome of the book. So that's uh, it's uh, scheduled for a uh, March release next year. That'll be when it's in bookstores, according to the publishing company. So that's very exciting. Second update is the Insecurity Project app. Uh, I've mentioned that a little bit lately. Uh, there's good work being done there. It'll be available both as a, a web-based app and on the App Store now which is super exciting. So I'm going to do a launch party early December, which you'll all be invited to. Uh, bring your cheese and wine and bickies and uh, join me online. Uh, there'll be uh, giveaways, there'll be prizes, there'll be a guest speaker, uh, there'll be a special offer for the first 100 users who are really ready to take up this app. You know, But the point of this app is to fast track your progress. It's to hold you in the space um, with, with more consistency. It's to give you access to the tools and the processes and the content and the frameworks so that you can stay within the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity and solve this problem so that you can show up to life with nothing to prove and nothing to defend and to be at your best where it matters most. So imagine how much better you'll be able to stay in the space if you had access to that technology in your pocket and it was with you at all times so you could track your progress and stay on course. So stay tuned for that. Now, on to biochemistry. Let me introduce this subject by telling you a, a fantastic story from a, a client I was working with recently uh, who who emailed me in a real state of pain um, telling me about this terrible woman that she worked with and the impact of this woman on her life was really catastrophic. She, she felt like this woman was toxic. She felt she had such a negative energy and a negative aura uh, that it had the power just to crumble this other woman, this, this woman, my, my client. And she was like, what do I do about this woman? It seems like she is so against me and the way that she organizes her energy is so destructive to my very essence and my being and I have no power to control it. So what can I do? You know, so clearly coaching is all about that question, what can I do? Uh, highlighting the illusion of no choice, highlighting where power has been given away and realizing what choices have been made along the way. And if you can understand those choices, you can make them more intentionally. And so I 
I realized that this was actually not a relationship problem. This was a chemistry problem. And let me explain how I understood that. So I understood this, the cycle uh, the cycle of events, the circumstances that happened, and it all was triggered from a, an email that was sent to this woman. And the email was received uh, in a way that she felt like she was under attack. There was some work that had been questioned. There was some advice that was given. And it was like, oh, my goodness, don't talk to me like a dum-dum. Don't talk to me like I'm no one. And as she read through this email, it became more personal and more hurtful and more offensive. And so without noticing, what's actually happening is she is perceiving a threat. She's perceiving danger. And she's actually alerting herself to to. Uh, you know, alerting that a stress signal internally. Now, you've got to understand that stress first happens in our brain as we scan our horizons for danger because stress prepares us for action. And so as she's reading this email and processing what's happening and going, my goodness, I'm under attack, and not only am I under a small attack, I'm under big attack, she'd escalated it and, and sent it higher and higher up the chain of command until it went, actually, this is, this is ultimate attack. This woman is out to, to destroy me. And so interestingly, if this woman is out to destroy her, then the brain has to go, great, well, then I have to execute on self-protection, you know, the most powerful chemicals we've got to mobilize you to get out of danger. And so she goes into work that day, sits beside this woman and has a physical response so much so that she must leave work a few hours later, unable to function, completely shut down. Such is the deeply profound physical impact uh, this stress is having on her body. But it's not an impact that's happening from outside of her. It's an impact from happening that's happening from inside her. It's a biochemistry issue. Uh, we've got the stress hormones. We've got cortisol, we've got adrenaline and noradrenaline pumping through her system, mobilizing her for action. Flight-fight response is fully activated. Pupils dilated, uh, heart rate elevated, uh, blood taken away from digestion, moved to extremities to um, mean you can move more quickly. Uh, pain sensors neutralized. Blood pressure elevated, breathing elevated, all of these things to go, you are under significant danger. Then ultimately that creates such a catastrophic physical response and because it's such high intensity uh, and using up all the body's resources for protection, uh, then eventually your body, your body is depleted of all its energy and all its reserves and now she must rest. Now the parasympathetic nervous system kicks in which is like the break and it's like we're going to shut this puppy down and so then she can't function anymore and she goes home so all of this to say if you can understand that the chemistry internalized around that response was triggered by a perception of danger so this is kind of how insecurity works insecurity is very sensitive to perceived danger that person threatening me that person judging at me judging me that person thinks I'm no good that person thinks they're better than me oh my goodness I'm under danger activate the stress signal pump chemicals into my body now these are not the only chemicals that are being pumped into your body you've also got dopamine which is the feel good hormone that's that's your reward and motivation uh, hormone it gets put into your body when uh, when things feel good so um, sometimes you'll find a shot of dopamine in your blood when you um, you post something online and, and then you find a like or a comment pop up and then you constantly keep scanning your phone to get another hit of dopamine because that feels good 
the ser- serotonin is another form of chemical that's inside your blood it's the ha- happiness chemical it's responsible for a sense of calm a sense of mood it also regulates your appetite and your sleep now you can actually control the serotonin levels in your body uh, by being grateful uh, by being in the sunshine by thinking about happy things you can control the amount of serotonin by what you pay attention to then there's endorphins, another form of chemistry that's pumping through your body at certain times. Listening to Jerry Seinfeld being interviewed on Tim Ferriss's podcast a little while ago, one of the all-time great episodes, by the way, but he just talks about the value of pushing your body three or four, five times a week in the gym or running or riding or exercising, but pushing yourself to the point of pain, pushing yourself to the point of where endorphins are released into your body. So endorphins are pain relief. They are your your body's um, morphine. We've been Kat and I lo- love war movies. Just the the drama and tension of and the heroism of men and women giving their lives for something that they believe in. Um, and you know, morphine is something you see in war movies every day. Um, but your body has its own version of that, and it's able to be given at certain times when your body is in pain. Um, and it's a lovely experience to have that pain relief. It's a natural thing. And your body rewards you for hard exercise when you push yourself with the shot of pain relief. These endorphins are feel good, but they only come when you're in a state of physical pain. And so, you know, you can be saddest about this and, and, you know, drive yourself to be addicted to endorphins by constantly pushing yourself. But there is great value in deliberately elevating your heart rate, pushing yourself to fatigue either in the gym or on the track or on the road and enjoying the value of endorphins. Uh, then there's oxytocin, which is the cuddling hormone. So uh, that is as, that is produced in our body through touch, sensual experiences, rapport building, arousal, trust. Uh, it's, a, it's a lovely experience to um, embrace the people you love and to practice that in your world, to incorporate touch and to feel to have sensual experiences in your life. The point of what I'm saying today is there are all kinds of beautiful ways to hack your biochemistry. One of my favorite ways that I've discovered recently has been with the Wim Hof breathing method, um, as well as his cold showers, but, but firstly the breathing method, which is basically over a period of four reps of 30 or 40 breaths. It's It's really hyperventilating, so it's um, raising the oxygen levels in your blood by reducing the carbon dioxide levels by breathing rapidly and then holding your breath. Now, when your carbon dioxide levels drop past a certain level, it sets off a chemical response throughout your body. So when you move into this hyperventilating state, your blood turns alkaline. DMT is released into the blood, dimethyltryptamine, which is also what is released in your in your blood when you're in REM sleep, which is why you have hallucinatory dreams in that state. And so I find it a beautiful lead in to deep meditation. If like I've struggled to get my mind quiet and still, which you know is a very common struggle, but I find if I do ten minutes of breathing, change my blood chemistry first. Uh, then enjoy the advantages of a bunch of new chemistry in my body, I find it really easy to drop into a lovely kind of trance state where my mind is very still and I'm able to be very present and float off and enjoy the wonders of the universe and this state of calm and peace that, that feels restorative. It feels like my body is being rejuvenated and healed and not just my, my body but also my mind. 
you know, and then there's the, the chemistry that happens through cold showers. Just the fact that your body is shocked into a response. It, there's all kinds of interesting chemistry that happens when you deliberately douse yourself in cold. It's great for your cardiovascular system. It's great for your immune system. It, it builds up resilience. It builds up a whole bunch of resourcefulness within your body. And you get to control it. So if you can kind of realize that state is king and that your body is a chemistry set uh, that you can play with to great effect, then you get to have fun hacking your own biochemistry. You also realize that insecurity has a chemistry when you are insecure, that heightens the stress response. If stress, the stress hormones, cortisol, adrenaline, noradrenaline, stay in your body, like it's not, they're not bad. They're not. We need those things. If you're in a flow state, which is high risk, high skill, you have the stress response happening then. You are in an elevated state. You are ready for action. You are at your best. You're at your most focused. But you're also... Uh, focused around specific skill and you are likely to access magic there so we're not saying that stress response is bad but if that stays in your system then it's corrosive to your arteries so insecurity is also corrosive to your arteries because it heightens the stress response it leaves the chemistry of distress and danger and activation within your system and depletes you of resources for other areas so when you understand the fact that there's chemistry going on inside you and you can control it. It gives you a great advantage to use that for your own gain. Hope that's useful. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.